at the end, we should do that before we stop recording to see if it links up. By the way, this is On Taking Pictures episode... Episode... 352? Uh, 352 or 353? Yeah. 352. Uh, and Jeffrey and I are on the mall in the National D.C. mall. As opposed to the Mall of America? The mall of, we're, <laughs> we're at the Mall of America. We're about to go get a Cinnabon. Mm. Ever, Cinnabons used to taste better than they taste now. Haven't tasted one in probably 15 years. Uh, what I was going to say was... oh. That when you send me your side now, a little inside baseball here, uh, no drift, where there used to be drift. Oh, from using FaceTime. Well, no, no, because we're still recording. Right. It's, it's still double ender. The only thing I can think is that it's actually better at, uh, that, that maybe because we're both using M1 Max, the clocks are closer. So was it drifting when we were using Skype? You know what? Yes, actually, it was. It's drifting less now we're using FaceTime, which I know makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense because we're not using FaceTime as a recording mechanism at all. Something is different where you send it to me and I don't even have to fix it now. Huh. I don't know. It's very I weird. wonder, well, maybe Audio Hijack has gotten better because that's what I'm using to record on my end. What yeah. Do you, you're just using your... I just record straight into the Mix, mix Pre-3. Pre. Weird. Because you know what? Audio Hijack's gotten tricky to get working. You got to turn off the stuff. Don't you have to turn off the security stuff to make it work? Not anymore. Oh, they fixed that. Yeah, because it's just the, the ACE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to install that. I, I don't remember having to turn off anything. Okay. We're on the mall between the west building of the National Gallery on the right and NASM. the National Air and Space Museum on the left. Which, which still isn't fully open. Still isn't open. Uh, all right, so we saw... Dorothea Lang, we saw Rothko. If you had to choose one of those two sets to have at your house, which would it be? Oh. Uh, Lang. Yeah, I think Lang. so too. I mean, one of the things that, that we were talking about... Those that are really I, good. I might even get that book. I agree with you completely, is that the Rothko show... The Rothko show is more interesting because we know Rothko. Yep. It's a it's an interesting transitional show. If if the if that was the only work of his, especially the earlier work that you ever saw by him, yeah. you wouldn't give him a second that a no. second thought. Nope. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny how uh, 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 not repetitive. It's like there's nothing new about the earlier stuff that he was doing. He was copying other people. Right? Sure. Which is the classic thing that everyone always says, right? Like, your early career is just you copying other people. Yeah. Or, oh, that person's doing something interesting. Let me do something like that and see where yeah. that leads I was over me. at de Kooning's studio, and he was doing this cool thing. I'm going to try it in my yeah. work. I'm going to get some pens and start working in ink yeah. on my stuff. Oh, look, now this looks like a little like Miro and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you see that with Lang? Well, or, or do you see that in any... Okay. If you didn't know that there was a difference between Lang and Walker Evans and even to an extent Gary Winogrand, although, sure. you know, you're different time periods. Different, you could guess that by the, 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 the time frame. Yeah. yeah. But if, if, if Winogrand was shooting in the 30s, yep. would his stuff look demonstrably different than Walker Evans or Dorothea Lang? 
I think, I, I want to think that I can tell the difference between Walker Evans and Dorothea Lang pictures. But if you put five up on one wall and five up on the other wall and said, which one is which? See, I don't think I could tell. I don't, I want to think that I think that I could, <laughs> but I don't think that I could. I don't think I could. But I, what does that say about, does that say something so different about photography versus painting? Right? That like, that there is only so much I can do by pointing at something from a different direction. Like that perspective, you know, because painting, it's like, oh, well, I'm using this technique, yeah, yeah, I'm using yeah. that technique and materials and all that. You have much more of a, you have a larger palette. <laughs> Somebody asked me the joke. other day, and I didn't have a great answer for it. Maybe you do. Somebody asked me the other day, <clears throat> was Saul Leiter a great photographer or did he just photograph in great times? Like, hey. it, was, was it yeah. just the interesting times yeah. that we look back fondly on and go, oh, my God, the cars, the clothes, the, the neon, the whatever but it was? I, you know what it is? I think back then, the paint colors. Yeah, sure. Like, there's yeah. something about the, the light and the paint. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Especially, like, the yellows and yeah. the reds and that, like, those, like, really deep, saturated, slightly darker sort of colors. Uh, I think the answer is that there is a lot of work from that time, which is all about the time. Because I mean, so if, we, we, cause if you look, look at his work, if you yeah. look at his point-and-shoot work that he did late in his life... It's not nearly as good. Nah. Right. But, but did he get worse, or did the times just get less interesting? I think that his, I think that his point of view, especially back in the day, his compositions are pretty extraordinary, the stuff that's good. Yeah. But then again, if he was shooting a roll of film every couple days, and the pictures we know are the best 50 or 80 pictures he ever took... It's my same problem with the Americans, right? Like, you go yeah. look at that book and you're like, well, he took 700 rolls of pi pictures. And it's like, and there's 55 photographs in this book? Right, 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 right. He took 3,500 pictures. A monkey's I mean, going to get 55 good ones. If you were to ask Magritte, Magritte Herb, who's sure. his, his, uh, the head of his, isn't she the head of his foundation? The Marguerite or? lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you were to ask her the same question. Yeah. Because she's seen infinitely more Saul Leiter pictures than you and I have. I feel better if she didn't have a fiduciary responsibility to make him sound like he was something great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. trust anyone anymore yeah. about their opinions. But I would say, I yeah. think Saul Leiter had a particular point of view. I think maybe what happened is the world changed and his particular point of view didn't make sense anymore. Ah. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his... his his point of view made sense in the time and the place that he was doing it. Because um, who, wait, who was the other guy that you and I liked? Uh, Beer Next put you on to him, the guy in L.A. Oh, who was, uh, Fred Herzog. Fred Herzog, which has a very similar tone to a lot of it. A different place, kind of, in a, in a way, right? Like, it just had a but different... It, it does beg the question about time. I mean, you, you look at stuff at, like, Versailles. Yeah. Was, was it cool in France in 1890 and yeah. 1910? And yeah. like, that's why it's cool? Yeah. Well, I mean, I even said about the Dorothea Lange just now how much it had to do with the fact that even these people who are itinerant farmers were wearing vests and hats and nice shoes. Not nice shoes, but like shoes. Shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they may have had holes in the toes, but they were wearing shoes. No, but that there was a certain aesthetic to those people even just being there, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. And there's a lot of value in that. When everyone's walking around in athleisure, I don't... And, you know, uh, I remember... Uh, athleisure? Is that what you just said? Yeah. You Is know that when, a thing? Yeah. <laughs> you never heard of athleisure? I've never heard of that. You've been athleisure. in your cave a little too long. Oh, yeah. Athleisure. That's like, that's like when you wear, like, you know, gym clothes to work. You know, that kind of thing. All right. But I remember... Uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the... Oh, 
frick, my brain is dying. Uh, uh, bald photographer, older now, uh, uh, New York street photographer. What the hell's the guy's name? Ah, uh, it's gonna kill me. Gilden? No, 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 no. Here, you're gonna come up with it. Anyway, he once said, he's just like, yeah, you think that it's just because, you know, oh, cars looked cool in the 60s and the 70s. He's like, those weren't cool in the 60s and the 70s. They only look cool to you now because 40 years has passed. That huh. if you took pictures today and then look back on them 40 years from now, you're going to think they look just as cool as the ones that... And I don't know that I agree with I don't that. Think I, I don't think I'm going to look... I don't think anybody is going to look at a Kia Sorento 40 <laughs> years from now. No offense like, to you, Kia great, Sorento drivers. And part of it is that cars nowadays look exactly like they looked 10 years ago. Yeah. Any of those cars could be 20 years old or brand new, and I don't know. Yeah. Not cars from the 50s to the 60s to the 80s, which all looked completely different. Yeah. But his, mean, it, his yeah. argument was that, like, time moves on and you have no control over that. All you can do is take pictures with the techniques and the technology and the things around you that are now, and, like, time will take care of itself. You're not buying it. I, it's not that I don't buy it, but it, it seems to take... It seems to take a fair bit of the control, at least for certain types of photography, away from the photographer and puts that control in the hands of, of, of time. Well, that's, but isn't that the argument you're making with Saul Leiter? I, I, I don't know that I'm making an argument. I just didn't have an answer. I don't, I don't know that, I mean, again, I think Saul, like any other photographer, has a point of view or tries to have a point of view. Yeah. But if, if I come down here, for example, and, and probably because I'm just not a very good photographer, but if I come down here and try to take pictures, I can count on one hand the number of shots that I would even consider okay, let alone good. Yeah, yeah. So is that because D.C. is just not a very interesting city photographically compared to someplace like New York or Chicago or... But there are, I'm sure, people who come here and walk around this mall. I'm sorry, not the Mall of America, the National <laughs> Mall, and take pictures of some of these really classically you know, designed buildings or even the Hirshhorn, like modern design buildings. And see it at, and, and we'll get some angle on it that looks really neat, right? Maybe it's Maybe. just not the way I, we see the world. I, I think, I mean, of the photographers that I know, yeah. I think very few could do this city justice in terms of coming up with something interesting that doesn't just look like a postcard saying, here, I was in D.C. Yes. Um, okay. I think Martin Rotz could do it because okay. he, yep. he is able to isolate detail in architecture and, and, and come up with something that I haven't seen before so he's going micro rather than macro yeah yeah but like i would come down here and 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 i have many many times and it's like okay you were in washington dc yeah 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 yeah. and and to your point about all the cars beyond the buildings people aren't dressed very interestingly by and large yeah the vehicles aren't very interesting by and large so you know what are we doing i went on i went on you know my two trips this year to amsterdam and to paris right yeah uh, with my wife and with my mother, and uh, I was looking through. I was we were trying to find pictures to give to my mother. Will she hear this before? Anyway, we were looking for pictures to give to my mother for uh, for Christmas of the three of us on our trip. Right. And I took I think 280 pictures on my fancy camera over the course of the eight days we were there or seven days we were there. Heather took 1,460 Ooh. pictures. Wow. On her iPhone 15 Pro. Wow. And it's just like, okay, so Heather took six times as many pictures as I did. And the quality is fine. The quality is good. You know, good enough. And 
it, there is part of it to me that we went looking through her pictures to go find something. And I sometimes wonder, while I think there were some good pictures that I took on those trips, I wasn't adding anything to the corpus of Amsterdam and Paris right. that hasn't already been said. Right. I could take my version of the Eiffel Tower at night from below, <laughs> but that picture's literally been taken a thousand times in the night that I was there. Right. Especially now with phones. Right. So yeah, I, I've almost gotten to the point where with travel, it's gonna be my phone. Cause like, what am I doing with the other pictures? I'm not a, I'm not making giant prints of something that I took in Amsterdam. Right. You know? And maybe and, that's okay. And maybe I was going to say, and maybe that's okay. Yeah, you know. But I, if you were, but if you were a person who travels, but for some people, it's about taking their version of that picture. The, if, right. You and I right now are looking at the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial down the bottom. Yep. Right. Photograph that's been taken. This perspective yeah. has been taken millions of times. Yes. Now, if I had a 250 millimeter lens on this camera right now, I could take a really nice version of that shot. <laughs> right. right? And it would be 102 megapixels and lots of, you know, 16-bit depth and blah, blah, blah. But that but top display this... would still never go off. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be the same picture that's been taken yeah. a thousand times. Yeah. Some people, they want to take their version of that picture. There are other people okay. who say, I don't want to take that because it's the last thing I want to take. I want to run away from that picture. Right? But I, I mean, I think that's a, man, that's a really, okay. That's a really insightful statement. Okay. Because I think... <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> <laughs> about people wanting to take their version of it. Yeah. I mean, doesn't... To say that I was there. Well, anything. Yeah. You're, you're a portrait photographer. Yeah. Many, if not most of the people that you've photographed have, have been, been photographed, photographed before. before. Yes. But you're taking your version of it. If I'm, if I'm shooting architecture, you know... Uh, uh, this is my weapon. Julius not Shulman. not like anybody else's weapon. <laughs> yeah. Julius Shulman took his version sure. of... You know, modern architecture. So, I think, I mean, that's that's where point of view comes in. Yeah, right? but, but is, yeah, right. Is my picture of Seth Godin very different than Jill Greenberg's picture of Seth Godin? No. They're, yeah, I don't know. It's still Seth Godin. So, yeah. on some level, as long as you can yeah. recognize the person, is that like, my job? Is that, I don't know. I I don't think it is, but I can't tell you what your job is. <laughs> He's like, I don't even know what my job is. <laughs> I really don't. We've had we've had a two hour discussion about this prior to even rolling tape, and it's wow. But it, but it, yeah, I don't know. I I uh, I don't find it very useful. Like I carry a camera with me today. I haven't taken a single picture. Yeah. Like, the only the only picture you took was when we were sitting down saying, "Look through the focus. Check out the focusing yeah. system." Yeah. And yeah. it's like. Uh, and, and not for nothing, Bill let me hold and play around with this, this Fuji. <laughs> you're there are, there you're are not some, obviously disagreeing with me, right? No. And there are some strange design choices that Fuji made about this camera that seems uncharacteristic based on their previous cameras. Okay. Right? No, yeah. Not, not just, I mean, there's a, there's a top dial, or not top dial, a top display. Yeah. That is one of these e-ink displays that shows a variety of things, shutter speed, ISO, yeah. aperture, etc., that you cannot turn off. Yep. And and Bill hands me the camera and he's like, turn the camera off. I turn it off. And, <laughs> and the it looks like it's still yeah, on. It's, nothing has changed. The yeah. display is still on, yeah. which is wildly frustrating yeah. because you you have to pay more attention to whether the thing is on or off. Yeah. It, it's a it's a very strange choice. There are two multifunction buttons. Right next to the display yeah. that are programmable, Unlabeled multifunction programmable yeah. buttons. Yeah, that that you have no idea what they do if you have forgotten what they do, yep. other than to press them. 
Yep. Whereas apparently on the second version of them, there there are indicators to let you know what they are. Yeah, so yeah, there, yeah. there are just some weird missteps about the camera. Well, how um, did it get that far? That's the thing that kills me. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you think that this thing would be... They test these things. People play with them. And no one yeah. in the design said... Oh, I, I like your little line though. It feels like driving a Prius. It does. You said. It's it's photographing by wire. Yeah. Um, and the placement of the the AE button, the yeah. AF, AE yeah. AF button, you have to stretch your thumb so far yep. to reach this button, rather than just putting it between the joystick and the thumb grip. Yeah, where your thumb is. Where your, th- yeah. <laughs> where your thumb is. Like, it, it's not like you're ever not going to want the autofocus button right where your thumb is. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's so yeah. Uh, it, it you know in I know I've, I'm not crazy as my no. I've, I know I've given you a hard time about this camera, <laughs> but after holding one for a little bit, I get it. I you get what you're saying it on about the ground it. too. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating. Just from a usability perspective, it's it's really frustrating. I'm sure it produces beautiful photographs, but to use it, not so great. And this camera is a big camera, right? It's yeah. a big camera that without a grip, without a base plate. Your pinky still drags. Yeah. Yeah. This is not good design. Yeah. I I agree. And I have relatively large hands. Maybe that's part of it. Uh, My hands are not that big, and my pinky still drags. Do you find the city inspiring? Do I find this city inspiring? I have feelings about D.C. Like, there's things about it that I, I find the Smithsonian inspiring. I find like the galleries and on all like yeah. the museums, like yeah. the fact that there's all this stuff, and especially because most of it's free, yeah. is really amazing. But then there's this idea, and I, I went before I met up with you. I went to the National Archives, yeah. and I was staring at the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, and like these things that I hold very, like I have very strong feelings about the founding documents of America. I think it's amazing. We're like the longest lasting democracy in the world like yeah. where that's you know the oldest one that's still around and that says something to me and I, I i have some love for those things and like a reverent like that's a church to me that's an actual temple that yeah. should be kept but but then there's like all these people walking around who are government workers a lot of them with their lanyards around their neck looking like drones like <laughs> kind of doing their thing putting in their 25 years so they can retire like that's what it kind yeah. of feels like so um, it's a very mixed feeling I, I love this city. I really do. But I think I love... Not to get too sort of, you know, theatrical or dramatic, but I love the promise of what it represented. Yes. Right? Wait, when to I, you or to, to the world? To the world. Okay. When I first got here, yeah. Adrian took me down to the Capitol. Yeah. And... Uh, Which is, I'm turning around and walking backwards. Yeah, so it. the Capitol is at the other end. We could, we could, you know what, we could... We could loop around? Turn around and loop around and go back yeah. if you want. Um... Or do you want to keep going to the no, monument? Whatever, either way you want to go. It uh, doesn't matter. Um, Can you get on the red down there? No, no, no. I, we, like, just keep walking. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, the Capitol building, man, is still... like, look, We're a long way. We're a mile and something away from that. That's still a big building. I had to take a knee. Yeah. Standing on the steps of the Capitol. It was because it was this thing that, that I had read about in school, not, not being from the East Coast and not being able to come here, you know, yeah. uh, on field trips. Yeah. It, was only, it was only ever at a distance. Yep. But there was something about standing on the steps in a spot that who knows who walked there. Yeah. Jefferson may have walked there. Franklin yeah. may have walked. I don't, I don't know who walked there. Yeah. But to, to, be, to be in this place where some of the decisions, to your point, that have, that have withstood hundreds of years yeah. 
were made. The last 40 presidents have, have been inaugurated right over there. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, it meant something to me. And, yeah. I, and, it, and it... So that part is inspiring. Yeah. And, and um, I mean, in a, in a non-political way, though, there's like this, this like, faith in the idea of, a, of an institution, I think, which, which, yes. is a, which can be a very personal thing, too, which we were talking about earlier a little bit about... You know, how upset about it I got about that merrily we roll along thing. And like, right. you know, having these beliefs inside yourself and, and so much of the world saying, yeah, but it's gray or all, you know, I mean, like everything's relative or you got to compromise and like all these kinds of words. It's like, well, do you or are there actual answers to these things? Are there hard lines that you don't move on? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And, and I mean, I think that goes for the kinds of things we want to do with our lives, you know, how we want to spend our time, what, what, what we think is important. But I, these are all different for different people, right? Sure. Um, who's I talking to? Oh, I was talking to the guy in the car, who uh, the, the Uber driver who drove me in here, and he got his degree in, in this computer science and then security. Right. And he said to me, he's just like, you know, I looked at... I was like, he's like, my son took my other car. And I was like, oh, we were talking. I said, so why did you get the car? Oh, I told him if he went to college, he could take the car to college or whatever, right? <laughs> so, okay. he, so he went to college, so I couldn't say anything. So right. he took the car. <laughs> and he's telling me this story. And then he said, I decided to go into computer security because I looked into, like, the next 10 years, the next 20 years. Like, the good, I said, hold on a second. Were you interested in it or did you just do it for the money? And he said, for the money. Which the bottom is going to fall out of because of AI anyway. <laughs> well, that's what we got, we got into. That's kind of what I was coming back to with him. But there is this question of, like, there are people who really do look at it as, like, that's the important thing. In the same way that when people, like, remember I watched that video and the guy was like, I will never buy a new camera because if it's not going to make me more money, there's no purpose in me having the right. new camera. It's like, right. dude, you really, are you a Roto-Rooter truck driver? <laughs> is that really how you <laughs> see your life? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this, is this just a, is this just like, oh, you know what? I, I bought my uh, uh, franchise rights. Right, 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 right. To the to the carpet cleaning thing, and like, if I don't, you I know, shouldn't if, have to do anything else. If the van is still working, yeah, why would yeah. I buy a new van? Even yeah. though I drive the van all day long, every day, and it drives me crazy that there's no heat or whatever. Like, you should, maybe you should buy a new van, even if it's not going to make you more money, because that's not the end all be all of everything in life. I mean, above a certain thing. I mean, I understand, like, if you have to eat and live or whatever it is, but, like, at a certain point, like, why are you living? Right. <laughs> right. Know? It's 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 not to find the most lucrative affiliate marketing scheme. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and, but this guy, and, and to be fair, I think he was an immigrant. Uh, and so maybe he has this different view, right? Like, he landed here, and he's like, my job is to make sure my kid goes to college. Sure. And to make as much money as I can, so maybe I can bring more family members over. Or yeah, whatever, sure. Right? Like, sure. Could, so, and no disrespect for that. No, absolutely, absolutely not. not. But like, but his his goals are completely different than mine. You know, as a as a you know, seventh generation American who or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like who 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 has enough food to eat when he wants to eat? Well, and that may be the that may be the differentiator. Yeah. Is you know, you come over here with 13 bucks in your in your pocket because the promise of America, the promise of America and the reality of America for many yeah. are often two very different things. Sure. And he was making choices, or it seems to be, I don't know the man, but it seems like he was maybe making choices 
based on the promise of America, but here we are, the reality of America is here's a guy with a degree in computer security driving and, an Uber. Yeah, and he works for the DOD and does stuff in that world, but also drives an Uber. Right. Right? Because uh, that's where, you know, his, his value in the thing. But and, I don't know, think he failed the, 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 the system or the, or the dream. I think the dream failed him. Possibly, but, but is the dream an illusion to begin with? Is, well, is your and my... How much mall do we have? <laughs> well, is, are, are you and I, as we're walking here, and the, all the things we talked about earlier, which we don't have to get into, that is it all... Why do we believe we deserve happiness or satisfaction? Oh, I don't or, believe that at all. Right. You know that. Yeah. I don't but you want that. it. Sure. I don't believe I deserve it. Yeah. And I think therein lies one of my biggest challenges as a human is I on a base level I don't think that I deserve to be happy that even if you were you would feel guilty for feeling that way yes okay so yeah that's that's I mean there's the or I'd be no waiting for the... it to me but if I got it I'd be happy you're saying even if I got it I would still be unhappy for having gotten it despite the fact that I'm unhappy for not having it I don't too. know that I would be unhappy but I would be suspect you know, I would be yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah. I, I think I would it's be waiting. It's a penny for your thoughts, but you got to put your two cents in. Somebody's making a penny here. Yes, yeah. I would have to, I'd be waiting for the other, sh- the other shoe to drop. Sure, sure. Okay. Fair and that's, that's, a, that's a really exhausting way to live. I think that there's a, lot of, there's a lot of fiction and a lot of stories that get told. Like, not even like classic Horatio Alger kind of nonsense. Uh-huh. But I mean, there is this thing, especially in the West, where it's like, no, you should be able to get everything you want. You should have, you know what I mean? Like because you want it. And all yeah, this because stuff. you yeah, want yeah. it. Yeah. Or yeah. because you show some modicum of aptitude, so the world should come beating a path to your door. Yeah, yeah. Or that even if it, that if, if it does... We should have kept going to Lincoln. You know that, right? You're the one who turned us around. <laughs> now we're going all the way to the Capitol. Yeah, but that puts you further away from where you need to be. Ultimately, I just need to get to, uh, what's it called? We turn around going to Lincoln? It's up to you. I don't know. What do we hold on? Let, hold on. Let me do a time check. That gets me closer. What going to Lincoln? Well, because then I can just get. I'm closer to where I need to be in Virginia. Yeah. Well, let's go that way. You okay. can get. You can go that way. And then I can just. I can go. Go back okay. midway to Gallery Place. Um, are, but by the way, are these mics? Will they pick up the the clop, the clop, crunch clop? of? The, I don't know. We're gonna find out. Yeah. Do you not want it to, or do you want it? To? Oh, I don't care. I was just curious. Yeah. Just, I, never having used these, really, yeah. I'm I'm still kind of well, I'm baffled gonna, at the sensitivity. I'm going to do them. a version of that. I'm going to do a cut, and I'm sure you will hear. You have a gravel filter. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that one of the RX? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of the new isotope filters. You made me buy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the flip side of that, though, is also that if it does come to you and you are successful that it's because you worked hard and you deserved it, right? There's the flip side of it, which is like, Man, I'm I beginning know, to believe though. that all of it is just luck and happenstance and, and billiard balls slamming into each other in society, and some of them get knocked into the holes and some of them don't. Like, I really am starting to feel that way. Just seeing... I, I can't say I disagree. Yeah, it's just, it's just you know... Life is far, you know, the fact that we were born where we were with the color skin we have, with the whatever at the time we did, like all of that has way more to do with anything than anything we do in our lives to to lead to. But but that's a sobering and maybe. 
Well, it cuts to the quick, right? Like it, it really does because because it it it, it were okay to go back to the American dream and and the founding, you know, sort of life, liberty, that that whole thing. Yeah. It eliminates or or significantly reduces how much your you, free will. Yeah, or how much you can achieve <laughs> because there there is this fate component in. Sure. Yeah. Inserted. Yeah. I mean, fate makes it sound like there's some hand of Manos, the hands of fate. <laughs> uh, but maybe there is. Maybe there is. I mean, I, I, I choose not to, to, to take the, uh, the providence angle. Right. But, yeah, it is, it is, it is, it's a really interesting thing. And how much do you just sort of, you know what, sit back and lean into it and go along for the ride? You know? Not as much as I should, based on our earlier conversation. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You know, how I learned to love the bomb, right? You know, it's like, maybe you should just stop worrying. Yeah. It is what it is. We're all going to die alone someday. You know, all that nonsense. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, somebody was on Alan Aldis. Have you ever listened to Alan Aldis' podcast where he has I've listened on? to two episodes. Clear, clear and present. Clear yeah, and, something like that. Yeah. Uh, he, he, had, he had a woman on talking about how the fact that, you know, she's she's an atheist and she's finally like telling friends and family that she is and like wrote a book about how she sees the world and stuff. Oh, she kept it from them. Well, I think she like never believed it, but she was, you know, uh, uh, at least culturally Jewish. So she would still do all the Shabbat and all this stuff, you know? Gotcha. And she, uh, they, her and her husband decided not to, uh, uh, snip their son and her father-in-law would not hold the kid for eight weeks Oh, because he was so upset that they weren't, Oh, wow. Doing a bris on the kid. Wow. And like this kind of stuff, right? Like for some people, it really does, those things really matter in that way. Anyway, she was keeping it from him. And it was just interesting that like the way she was talking about it, she's like, you know, I, I you know, I, that, that, that for a lot of people, you'd say, well, you know, what, what happens after you die? And he's just like, well, Alan Alden knocks and he goes, what I like to say when people say that is like, what were you thinking before you were born? Right. It's like, you know, it's the same thing. Like, we're here temporarily. Right. And that's it, you know? So, you know, going here, taking a walk down the mall, going to see a the rock National show, Mall, not the yeah, Mall of America. Yes. <laughs> we're going to go on the, the Ferris wheel in the Mall of America. I think the Mall of America has. You know, a, we, sh- we should go there. Just so, Minnesota? So, so that we can do this again and go, we're, we're on we're the, at the mall. mall of not America. The, yeah, not the <laughs> National <laughs> Mall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that the uh, I think that the only thing that we have is, you know, going with your friend to see a Rothko exhibit. Yeah. Like maybe that's really all there is, and that's all right. You know. It's not bad. Hey, do you think if I drop the Fuji on this piece of metal <laughs> over here, it would break enough that I can get the insurance right? money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just leave it on a park bench? Now, here's a hypothetical for you. If you had insurance on something yeah. like my camera. Yes. You know, let's say you owned a GFX 100S. Yes. And had good insurance on it. Yes. Would you ever? No. 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 You just couldn't do it? No. Yeah. I can't either. Nope. I couldn't. Uh, I mean, I've never have done anything like that. It's, you know, it's the karmic credit plan. <laughs> it's, it's Okay. So you believe in karma. It's going to come back. I, I think maybe I do. But I don't know, because if that's the case, then the, 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 the good 
should count for something. The good that people do should count for something, too. Yes, and I don't find that that does. I don't find that it does. Yeah. So, so it can't be one-sided. Uh, this Saturday, Heather and I were headed to the Met to go see the, the show again, the uh, Manet Degas. The Manet Degas, yeah. For the sixth time, I think, for me. And we were heading up there early member hours. By the way, just as busy during early member hours. Is it really? It was unbelievable. It was packed. At so 9 what's, the, on a what's Saturday. the advantage then? I don't know. People, I mean, you, for, you think it, you're exclusive or something? I don't. Is know. it for just this show? It's been that way, or do you find that the, this, the member... usually these things lighten up after a while? This yeah. show has just been crazy busy the entire time. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what it is. This this is just. I think it's just that big of a show. It's funny, isn't it? How how they hit. I mean, you, you told me you had a, you have dinner with a friend. Yeah. Who, who was doing the... He's in charge of the books at the National Gallery. Yeah, yeah. And, and said that this Rothko book is, like, the best-selling book that they've done in a long time. Yeah, they time. printed the most of them, I think he said. Yeah, that, that's doing really well. Crazy, though. Yeah, and who, you know, who knows? And I asked, like, how do you even know? He's just like, it's, you know, you order as many as you think. Like, that's a decision somebody makes where they think they're going to sell this many. Anyway, the point of was, on the way to the, sh- to the thing, there was this woman on the train, and she gets on the train... And she starts looking up at the map, and she's looking down. She's looking at her phone. She's looking up at the map, obviously, like, turned around or, yeah, or lost. Yeah, yeah, right? sure. So Conrad and I say, are like, oh, hey, excuse me, uh, you need some help? You know where you're going? And she's like, I need to get on the B train. And this is, I'm not going to get into the whatever. We, she was going in the wrong direction. Okay. Very much in the wrong direction. But because of stuff that was going on with construction and problems in the subway, what she needed to do was go two more stops to then switch over to the other side to go back four stops to then go down to the R platform where oh she would gosh. find the D train <laughs> because the D train was stopping on the R platform that weekend for reasons, right? right? Right, 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 This woman's from Bangladesh, and while her English was good, I was just confusing her more by trying to help. Mm-hmm. And that's the point I was trying to make is that, like, I was actively trying to help this woman find out where she was going, and I only made it worse. Right. So did, <laughs> on the karmic credit plan, does that, does that go into the positive category or does that go into the negative category because now she's spent seven hours trying to clean up the mess that you made for We her. got off the train and took her over to the other side <laughs> to get her on the other train. And then she's getting texts from somebody on her phone saying, no, I need to get on the C to go out here to walk 16 minutes oh to get gosh. on the D over here. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's so complicated. No, this my system's better. But she doesn't know me from Adam, right? right. So, like, right. she can't You could trust be me. taking her to an ATM exactly, somewhere. Exactly, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. drain your account and I'll get you back where and, you need to go. And, and the other, uh, two days ago, I was uh, with Leela, uh, 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 my friend Leela, a college kid, at a coffee shop. And a guy walks by rolling his bicycle on the back wheel. And then all of a sudden the chain comes off. And it locks up, and the guy stops, <laughs> and he turns the bike over, and he's playing with getting, trying to get the chain back on, outside the window for like ten minutes, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Um, and I'm watching him, and I was like, "When do we go help him?" And Leela's just like, "I don't know. When do we go help?" And I said, "Listen, I'm gonna go help the guy after a while." So I go out there, and she's laughing at me from inside because I'm the guy who goes outside to help the guy get his chain back on his bike, but like. If the whole world was a bunch of people who helped each other go get their chains back on their bike, wouldn't we be in a better place? Jeffrey's... Yeah. Making, I, I mean, I yeah. Like to, I like to think so. I, yeah. By the way, the what's the thing that... You know on a 10-speed bike, there's a thing you can kind of, like, relax the chain. You know what I mean? Like, the, the thing that snaps back that 
that like regulates where the back. The derailleur. The derailleur. Yeah. Where you can kind of fold it over to loosen the whole system to get the chain back on. I did that, but the minute I started, got it all back on and started turning, it popped off again. I think the derailleur got bent. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's yeah, like two yeah, sets yeah, of, yeah. Of, of teeth on the, on the derailleur. I think yeah, there's got a, tiny, a tiny little yeah. sprocket. I think he must have slammed something into the back of this yeah. that made it bend. And so the thing just wasn't staying on, and that was the big problem. Do you need to go that way? No, we can go this way. Go that way. So anyway, it was just funny. So I go out there, and in the end, couldn't help the guy get the chain back on because the chain wasn't going to get back on because the derailleur thing was bent. So I tried to help, and I made things... Well, I didn't make it worse, but I didn't make you it didn't any better. You didn't make it better. any better. Yeah. And I still feel good. But I think that it. there's value in the effort. I always, I will always opt for believing that there's value in effort. Whether or not the effort gets you where you need to go, right? there's always value in effort. Whether the effort gets you where you need to go. <laughs> I like that. That's a good title. There's always value in the effort. There's always value in the effort. <laughs> hey, would you ever climb up the stairs of the Washington Monument? No. Could you do that? No. Do you ever go to like one of the European cities and climb up some giant like no. cathedral or whatever? No. No, you the did? Washington Monument. You you know my Washington Monument story. There's okay. So we're standing here looking at the Washington <laughs> Monument. It's uh, 514 feet, I Is think. That's true. To the deck. Okay. I think to the observation deck or 541. That's 514. a lot of feet. Okay. There's no mortar holding that up. That's really just stones on top of stones? Stones on top of stones. This is something they tell you when you're about halfway up the elevator, which I found very, very Okay, but it's been there for since well, right you, after you the can, Civil you can War. See. You can see yeah, where, where they, they changed. Where they stopped the quarry. Yeah, they had to they go to They closed it down quarry. after the earthquake here. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it, lived, it survived an earthquake. Well, you know who... This was. This will go back a ways. Former friend of the show, Gary Yost. yes. He said, we were, I was talking about it with him on the phone, <laughs> and, and I said, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable, you know, going up in a thing that's got no mortar that was built by the lowest bidder. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's cost plus, baby. That's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a government job. You know, there's no, there's no low bidder there, which uh, oddly didn't help, but <laughs> no. So, no, I, would not, I wouldn't go up in it again. It was fine to say I've done it once. Because it's man-made. And I, I, this is the irony. I've been to, you know, Angel's Flight, uh, or Angel's Landing, Angel's rather. Landing in, in Zion. In, in Zion. That didn't scare you. No. It's fine. C- holding on to a chain like this here across a thing that's four feet wide and 2,000 feet on the other side. Fine. Because it's been there for millions of years. Well, that's been there for 150 years. Yeah, I don't know. It survived an earthquake. I don't think you going up is going to make a difference. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> I, you know what it is? I, That's a chance I'm not willing to take. <laughs> when, we were in, when we were in Paris, um, you know, uh, uh, Notre Dame was shut down, right, because of the fire yeah. four yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're rebuilding it with a passion in order to finish it by the Olympics next year. Oh, is that the In goal? fact, they just topped it with the rooster on top of the... New whatever it is. Wait, they, so what did they use for all the wood? Because the, that, that size wood doesn't exist anymore. So what did they use for those timbers? Do I look like the guy who fixed no. them? No, okay. <laughs> well, you do have... You are filled with facts. I know. Normally I am, and I would... I'm going to find out the answer, and I'm going to bring it to you next it's week. It's probably some sort of composite 
thing. They were going to replace it with wood again, though, I think. But though, that, that size of wood doesn't exist. Where are you going to find, like, 300-year-old trees that are that big? Siberia? I don't know. Siberia. I'm just... I don't know if you're going to go talk to the Russians about that, but... I, I don't know. Anyway, the po- point of it is that they, they're finishing it again, but I'm really glad I climbed all the way up there because, you know what? You can't climb up there now. Oh, yeah. And there are certain times when, like, things happen, the world changes. I, I spent... I went to the top of the World Trade Center buildings a number of times and stood on the roof of the world, as it were, and you were on top of a quarter-mile-tall pile of steel and glass. Nope. And you are just, you're on top of a giant, it's like, it's like if you were in a 3D software and you just extruded a box <laughs> upwards. <laughs> right. Right? And, right. Like, and you're standing on top and you're like, that's too tall. Couldn't and there's it. nothing above you. No, I couldn't do it. It's like you're just here and then it's like a quarter mile straight there. No, I couldn't do it. But I'm glad that I did because those things aren't there anymore, right? I'm you know? glad that you did too, so I don't have to. <laughs> so you can describe the experience to me. I can, I can experience... Well, I wasn't the, fleet the, petite. I didn't fire a, a cable across and... and could you imagine that? That knucklehead. Oh, my God. Do you God. ever watch the actual documentary? I did. It's pretty good. It's, it's really good, but it made me so anxious. Is that Man on a like, Wire? Is that the yeah, documentary or is yeah, that the real yeah. one? Yeah, uh, that's the documentary. Okay. Uh, man, Palms... Oh, hated it. My, and I like when he's just like, and then when I finished, I went and found a woman and made love to her for hours. <laughs> you know, wait, you did what? You know that part? Nope. Like a whole... Nope. He's like, I had so much adrenaline. No. I don't, I don't have that kind of guts in me. No. I'm, no. I'm too boring. No. <laughs> no. Wait, I want to take, I'm actually going to take a picture right now. Not of you. Don't worry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, everyone who tells me I need to take pictures of Jeffrey... I tried. I don't like my phone. Fo- we'll take an iPhone picture. I don't want a portraity thing. I, I, nobody needs he's like, to see he's that. Like, he's like, nobody needs 102 megapixels of No. This. No. <laughs> I'll give you 15. <laughs> if you had an iPhone 15 plus, I wouldn't do it. That's right. I don't but need 12 megapixels. 48. I'm, I'm in for No. So are we going to go to the White House right now? Are you going to go see if Joe wants to have lunch? No. I think he's a nice guy. I think he's a nice guy. Uh, I think he's certainly... The kind of guy you want to have a beer with? <laughs> I, I, I think he is... I think he has shown that, that you know, he, is, he has been in, in a service position for a lot of years. Okay, yeah. Um, do I agree with all of his policies? No, but I don't agree with anybody's poli- all of anybody's policies. We just walked by a rat trap. Is that, is that, are rats a big problem again? Maybe. In New York City, it's like a real problem. There's rats everywhere. Yeah. They're back. And they're on the attack. And they never die. I was going to I was gonna try to... S- I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The rats thing. Yeah, I don't do know. Do you have any wildlife at your house? Oh, yeah. What do you see? Uh, well, the girls saw an owl fly over them last night. Like an actual owl? An actual owl. Uh, lots of hawks. Uh, you know. Raccoons. They say, ooh, ooh, ooh. Deer. Uh, turkey? Uh, I saw a wild turkey once. Okay. He's like, and then I drank the bottle, and I didn't see anything for another three days. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. <laughs> All right, I feel like I need some dessert before we finish up. Dessert on camera? I want a slushy. A slushy. Yeah, from this slushy guy right there. There used to be a. Oh, look at that. Yeah, okay. All right, so I guess we're gonna get we're gonna get something. Doesn't a slushy sound good? No. You don't like slushies? No. How are you doing, sir? 
can you make me a cherry slushy? Please, please, and thank you. I'm, I, no, I didn't mean that as a, as a thing. I was asking an actual question. Like, oh, is that possible? Okay, okay. And then he said yes, so I'm saying yes. <laughs> please, thank you. <laughs> nice. You're turning it into this thing like a, such a bad guy. Okay, entitled much. <laughs> So we're, we're, we're in front of the uh, African-American History Museum, and there are, uh, oh, I don't know, half a dozen food trucks. You know, when I was a kid, along here, you would see all the trucks that sold hot dogs and souvenirs and all that. Yeah, outside. sure. And they had the same placards out, the wooden placards. Oh, really? Had. Like sandwich board type things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have all those things out. And they, for years, they did still, and then they kind of stopped. Huh. And, but the thing that kills me is that a lot of them were Kodak. They always used to have film Oh, ones. that's cool. Because this is where you would go. Yeah. There's a picture of me and my mother. I'm sure it's actually probably the, the uh, I'll find it for the show. I think it's the, the, the uh, fence up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's me like in shorts and my mom in shorts. Hello, thank you. Uh, so it's like the south, the south lawn or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. With my mom and I in front of it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, that I've had since whatever, you know? And I guess th there's an example, though, of, of the thing of, like, you know what? At the time, did we think are. that this was going to be a big deal, this picture? And it's the only picture of my mom and I in front of the White House. And you came here tons of times. You were telling me, you told me a story one time that... Oh, that, wow, that's uh, sweet. Woo! You could drive on the street... In, in, on the north side of the White House, which yes. you can no longer drive on. Yep, yep, yep. Right yep. Bet between that and Lafayette Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where the, the Renfield, the Ren Yeah, yeah, there? Renwick. Renwick Galleries. Back in the good old days. Right. When uh, the Gipper was the president. <laughs> All right, so we don't have a... I was, I was hoping that uh, Captain Cookie DC would be here, but sadly, no. Oh, is that what you need to get a cookie? I don't need it anything really oh, don't you nah I'm you know fine. what Jeffrey it's not about what you need <laughs> it's about what you want in life really mm -hmm. so then the next time we talk you're gonna have a Fuji GFX the second right? uh, that may actually happen I'm bringing my friend Perry over in a couple weeks I'll tell you what I've only held that thing for five minutes and I wouldn't buy it isn't that funny yeah like isn't that I sad it is sad it really is it, it's it's just it feels like you're photographing by wire. Yeah. But a lot of modern cameras feel like you're photographing by wire. Yeah, I don't dig that. I doesn't don't dig doesn't that. your little Micro Four Thirds feel that way? No. Because really? you, can, you can snap a clutch, and now, mm. you're, now you're controlling, you're focusing manually. You know, my Pentax has clutch focus, autofocus, manual focus thing. I love the clutch. I do, too. I, I use it all the time. I, when I first got that camera, I was like, how do I put it in autofocus? And then I figured out, clink, and I was like, oh, that's slick. Yeah, I love it. Wait, which, which direction are we going? We're going back the other way now. Well, eventually, yeah. You need to go up there, and I need to get in the car. So let's walk a block up. Is there, there's a red line up here. Sure. Uh, Farragut, North, not Farragut. No, i got to go to Gallery on 7th. But that's okay. We'll get you where you need to go, and I'll just go. Right. Look at this. Another, another slush truck. This slushie cost me 10 bucks. Are you serious? Yeah. I gave him a 20. He gave me $10 back. I guess I should have checked the prices. First. I think it was $5, but... He, he was just like, he, wow, that guy was a jerk for not saying please. And, and I did a really good job, so get out. thanks for the tip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think if you and I lived in the same city and did the show across the table from each other, 
it would be a different show. I think it would be sometimes more fun. This has been really fun. I mean, the, the, listeners, this is only the fifth time that Bill and I have ever shared the same space. It's true. True. First conversation was what, 2010? Yeah, so in, in 13 years, five times. <clears throat> yeah. Also interesting, we never do video when we chat. Now, that was always a bandwidth thing at the beginning, right? Do you want to start doing video? I'm just wondering. I don't know. Would it change it in a good way or in a bad way? I think it could be fun. Because you... Okay. I think it's, it's, a, it's a close second to doing this. Mm-hmm. Because you can see each other's facial cues. Yep. You can, you know, you, you can... Tell when somebody's thinking or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would be up for trying it. I could see it when I make you cry. Well, happens a lot. <laughs> yeah you broke my heart Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh somebody sent in a really good photographer of the week by the way who was it who sent it in or who's the photographer uh both <laughs> uh who's on first <laughs> Watch what's this on guy second on bike. He's i don't know who's on third here come here um, um yeah he's okay let me ask you a question did do, 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 the, the, okay, this is the thing in New York City where all the delivery guys are on these little electric scooter bike things now. Yeah, okay. But they go the wrong way down one ways. They don't stop at lights. It's ridiculous. It, it feels like you're kind of like all of a sudden you're in Bangkok and you have to look in every direction because yeah. you never know what's going to happen. You're a happen. vehicle. Don't ride your electric bike on the sidewalk. You're a vehicle. You're subject to those regulations, aren't you? Okay, yes. Uh, the answer is Catherine Leroy. Hi, Catherine. No, no, no. Catherine Lever is a photographer. Oh. <laughs> Jeff wrote us in. Oh, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Jeff Corneo. Is that how you pronounce that? I always see this guy's name. Where is it? Okay. I would say Cornejo. Yeah, he's, well, he's been a long-time yeah. listener. He yeah. writes in sometimes. Hi, Jeff. Uh, and it's uh, this woman who apparently was like a French lady, age of 21, bought a one-way ticket from her home country in France to Laos to cover the Vietnam War. Oh, wow. She had $100 in her pocket and her like a camera. And look at this lady. She was like a young, like, you know. Oh, wow. Lo- young thing. She and looks like any any YouTube influencer yeah. you, you'd see right now. And and it's like her, oops, her on threads. It, and it's like this guy did a whole, I don't know why Wait, it's not threads like, like Instagram threads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody made a, a threads thing. And they actually, he points, Jeff points it out that it's actually a really good use of the threads thing. Although it's not loading right now. I'll put a link to it in there. You like that, show. threads? No, I don't use it because I don't want another Facebook thing on my phone. But his point was that, like, the guy basically just kept threading down his 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 things. Now it's making me log in. So right? can you just, on threads, can you just keep adding to yeah, an initial? Yeah, you can basically reply to yourself into, oh. into a thread. So he puts, I'll put a link to it, but, like, they're really amazing photographs this woman took. But he would just put a next set of photographs and a little thing. Next oh, that's cool. That's a little thing. That's cool. So the whole thread ends up being like a little gallery of her work. I will take a look at anyway, it. Anyway, it's pretty cool stuff. Let's uh, let's go to. Uh, Did you ever want to be any sort of conflict photographer? <laughs> Did that ever hold any interest for you? Do I look like a big conflict guy? <laughs> no. But but you like compelling photographs. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. Honestly, like I, it's the idea of watching people kill each other and the whole Don McCullen thing, where it's like. I've done this for 50 years. Has this made war any better? Right. Nope. Right. People are just still going to be the idiots, and people are still going to shoot each other and kill each other for no good reason. Right. All right. 
Why, would you do it? I wanted to for a long really? time. Yeah, well, not a long time. When I was in high school, I thought, man, this is the great thing. But then I saw Larry Burroughs' photos, yeah. and I was like, oh, this is... This when you is... were in high school, did they, did they had cameras in the Civil War? <laughs> the daguerreotypes were, were <laughs> just... <laughs> um, yeah, it just, I couldn't... It didn't, it didn't click with me. How 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 visceral and how it just didn't uh, yeah terrified me. Yeah, because you know what, somebody with their guts hanging out is an awful awful thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. By the way, did you watch that Sly documentary about Stallone? No. It's on Netflix. I saw it. Why is there a guts thing? Well, there's. there's oh, because a, of Rambo. Yeah, he's talking about that scene in Rambo and how he went and talked to a bunch of guys oh my and gosh. read all these books. And the whole thing, you know, where he breaks down in the end in the room. Yeah. He's like, and he said, where are my legs? And I was like, well, you know, that whole thing. He apparently, like, a lot of that was taken quasi verbatim from wow. guys that he talked to. And he's like, you can't make this stuff up. Wow. He's just like, I basically stole all of these lines, which I thought was kind of cool. Stallone. Gotta, I, I got to give him a little something. Give him something. You know, he was kind of a jerk when he was younger. And he admits it. But he seems to have found his humility. Yeah. I love how everyone finds their humility when they're no longer powerful. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> he's still got clout. Mm. Right? He's making Expendables 12. 27. Yeah. Whatever it is. Are you going to be in that one? <laughs> yeah. Dolph Lundgren and I are going to do a little <laughs> thing together. He does say in the thing that Expendables 1 almost killed him because he like messed up his back and had to have surgery and all this kind of stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Because he did so much damage in that one. Yeah, I'm it sure. kind of cracks me up. All right, so here we are. We're ending on Pennsylvania Avenue and 14th Street. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, podcast not taking pictures .com, at Bill Wadman, at Jeffrey Sidoris. Not on threads, apparently. <laughs> I think I have an account. I've just never... You don't like you, you don't like sewing? Oh, I love sewing. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever seen the people who fix a rip in a sweater? Yes. Thread by thread? Thread by thread, yes. And you look at it and you're like, oh my God, it's perfect. How even, do they reweave it? You can't even it? tell. They reweave it by hand? Like, I don't understand that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I can't do that. There's people on a whole other level. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll talk to you all next Tuesday. Unless Jeffrey's, like, running around trying to take over the world. I'm, I'm not taking over anything. Oh, my hands are cold. Well, I'm holding on to ice in 40 degree you, weather. Because you got a, you know, you got a ten dollar slushy. Yeah, Sidoris, by the way, is standing here with like half his shirt unbuttoned, like he's like James Dean. I am not. <laughs> what am I am not? All right, here as we do it, we're gonna take it. We're gonna take the picture so that we have the record. Hey, two, one. There we go. I'll I have a T-shirt on. I have an undershirt on. All right, you guys will all Although get to see it, this. Although it's a V-neck because I'm old. <laughs> I like V-necks. I do too. Right. I don't like things around my neck. <laughs> it's like it's like a person. I don't choking like it. me all the time. Not in a good way. <laughs>
Say.